Welcome to Happy Hour at the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Dina Suriano, and Kristen McFeely. It's five o'clock. It's happy hour. What are you ladies drinking today? I am drinking a delicious coffee stout. It's called Tainted Senorita. It's by Hudson Brewing Company, as you can see here, and it's 7.3 ABV. Um, Billy and I actually went up to the Hudson Valley last weekend. We took a little three-day weekend and went up to the Hudson Valley in New York, which is kind of like the, this is sort of like the upper Catskills area. And they had a whole bunch of breweries. Um, we checked out a few and Hudson Brewing Company was one of them. And we came home with a lot of beer. So mm-hmm. I am drinking this one. This was my favorite. I, of course, got a flight because nice. you guys know Dino makes fun of me. But you guys know that I like my flights because I can taste oh, it yeah. all, right? Got a when you're at a new brewery, that's my favorite thing to do is get yeah, a flight. Yeah, you got a sample. Billy thinks I'm lame, but I always I do that. And then I decide which that. one I want to get as cans yeah. to take home. Taste so that's that. what Smart. I do. It's delicious. It's smart. You're Hell kind yeah. of yeah. spending your money wisely. You know, yeah. very cool. I think so too. It's that's awesome. Hudson, New York is yeah, exactly. Bang for your buck. Hudson, New York is one of my favorite places that I've ever been. You're kidding? Yeah, yeah we we spent Hudson. the day there on Sunday. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. We I really saw that on barbecue. your Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like. Kristen better come home with some of these beers. If she's yeah. not drinking these beers on the show, I'm going to be oh, a little yeah. upset. We went, we went to a couple places. You know uh, we're almost happen. out, believe that's it or not. Easy. It's, um, I believe that. We don't have much left in the fridge. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we went to... <laughs> you can believe that. We believe. We went mm-hmm. to um, Kingston on the way up. We stopped that's for awesome. King- We stopped in Kingston for a new um, lunch, which we've been to a bunch of times. So that was fun. We knew where we were going there. And there's some really good antique shops, shops there too. And then on the way home, and then we did a couple day trips while we were up there. And then on the way home, we stopped through Woodstock, which I've never been to. And it was really cute. Kind of reminds me of like New Hope. It's like kind yeah. of funky, artsy, hippie, you know. Exactly. Cool. Yes. Real cool. And we had a great lunch there too. Um, so yeah, had a really great, great little weekend. I absolutely recommend it if anybody wants a little three-hour drive from Philly. Nice. I think that's so awesome. I love it up there. And this is such a great time to go up there too. Oh, the weather was perfect because it's it was like hot here and it really mm-hmm. wasn't there yet. It was just like 70s. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at this cool place called um, the Woodhouse Lodge, um, which Billy surprised me. My birthday was yesterday. Aww. So he surprised me and um, this was like a little birthday weekend. And literally, I got in the car and yeah, had no know. idea where we were going. Damn so, it. Kristen. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But um, but yeah, this this lodge was like an old, um, well, it was an old lodge. And I guess a young couple from New York bought it and kind of refurbished it. And it looks like a little mid-century lodge. And then across the street, within the same grounds, they have um, like a tavern slash pizza restaurant. So we ate there the first night. It was great. It was just so quaint and great. And it's only 10 rooms in this lodge. It's only 10 rooms. So oh, man. It was cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, very cool. for the record, Bill and I are very upset that you mentioned your birthday because we were going to mention your birthday. Oh, so, God. Happy Nothing belated. We'll have to cheers. Thank her. you. Yeah. Happy belated, yeah. Kristen. Happy, happy belated, you. Kristen. You are Thank the heartbeat of our team. And... I'm glad that Billy was cool with getting a flight of beers and upstate. <laughs> Thank <in New> York. <laughs> you. Yeah, to suck it up finally. <laughs> Thank you. I'm now I'm now over the the uh, midlife. Sure, you know, whatever, whatever mark, they say, wherever yeah, that whatever. is. I'm now on the other side of that. So that's all. That's Things can crap. only get better from here, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think that's that's awesome. Dean, what are you drinking? What do you guys think I'm drinking? First of all, um, well, Number- either Modelo. 
But judging from the fact that you have a Red Bull that you're also drinking on your... Can you tell what this is? Oh, yeah, it's confusing. Or that might be a she twisted tea. She texted us a picture of a twisted tea earlier today. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh-huh. I was, How many hours I was, are we into yeah. this twisted tea, Dina? Well, here's the thing. You know what it is? Like, um, I don't go out and immediately drink a twisted tea. And I, I had, this is the first time I drank a twisted tea, like at a bar for happy hour. Uh, and the thing is, is there's caffeine in the twisted tea. And I knew we were going to meet up. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have a twisted tea. I had like had my little, like, you know, I closed my tab with a twisted tea kind of a thing, but like a dessert, the reason why I like the door. Yeah. And the, the reason why I really appreciate the twisted tea. <laughs> Wait, you're taking, you're so serious. Your face yeah, is so serious. serious. Like, this reason is a big why deal I appreciate a twisted this is, tea. This is a big I am deal such Kirsten. a lightweight. In fact, a couple years ago, she would never <laughs> admit this. Okay. The IPA no, I snob I don't care that she is. I don't give a shit. Look, she's, she doesn't have the Carhartt beanie on. Look at her. What a changed woman. No, I don't. I have some flap rim hat it that says Rocky it says Mountain. Rocky this yeah. is a hat that Mary got from free people for herself, and then she realized her head was too small, so she gave it to me, watermelon head, and it fits perfectly. <laughs> so it's mine now. Um, but side note, Twisted Teas are only 4% alcohol, and they have a little bit of caffeine in them. So that's like right up my alley for a number of reasons because I'm a lightweight. Number two, yesterday we went to uh, W.M. Moher- what is it? W. Moheran and so I don't know how to pronounce it, guys. We went to I just say Mulherans. in Fishtown. Yeah, it's William Mo- Mulheran. Yeah, well, yeah. And we went and we and we were sitting outside, and I had two old fashions wow. on the rocks. Must have been ripped with fancy. I, I was shredded. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I could see that sure. shredded. Yep, shredded. You're welcome. And they are so delicious, dude. You. I was shredded. I was like, Mare, do you want to go for like a nightcap somewhere? And then we started talking about getting a nightcap and I like slurred and she's like, we can't no. get a nightcap. And I was like, you're right. We got to go. She flagged you. Your night's over. So she was like, Your night yeah, she's is like, over. we can't. We, you. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like <laughs> That realization sucks, don't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's funny when it's like the drink's so good you don't realize, even mm-hmm. after two. Usually you're like, just two, I'm fine. But like, you know it's good when after your second drink, you're like, okay, I can't. Yep, that's like, a wrap. And then you stand up to go to the bathroom and you almost fall over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm chilling with a Modelo. And yes, I had a twisted tea light earlier and it's, summer so that's how i live my life bill ball what are you drinking i don't have an extraordinary story like you ladies with my drinks tonight i'm drinking i'm drinking a blue moon <laughs> and a bourbon all right here we go boom oh, oh double here we go anyway, is that your citywide it's me well, that, yeah, that's your it's just, it just, that it like just happened right there yeah, i just it just happened to have <gasps> this blue moon in the fridge but yeah it's a little uh What's it's a citywide bourbon? version it's the uh, nice. Old Forester. The oh, Old Forester 1920. Yeah. Right. Anyway, okay. cheers. Happy, happy hour, ladies. Happy birthday, Kristen. Happy, happy hour. And oh, happy thanks, birthday. guys. Thank you. That beer looks like an iced coffee, Kristen. Oh, it's so no good. Milk. You know, I love my yeah. stouts. When you're, mm-hmm. when, you know, my dad beer of choice is Guinness, always, forever. And it's another like four percenter. So when you're just kind of like, you know, you don't really want to 
have anything heavy. So great. It's a good one. It's love a good that. one. Yeah, I love my stouts and porters. Even though it's getting warmer out, I'm still yeah, going it's for fine. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a winter beer, but I'm going for it. So how are you guys doing? How's how's everything going? The real estate market is uh, is a little nutty right now. So how how are you guys feeling out there on the streets, as Bill likes to say? <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's streets. Bill's like, you can feel it on the streets. Yeah, well, we always do, right? I mean, that's what we do for a living. Yes, so you're out yeah. there every yeah. day feels a little different, right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's obviously real estate's in the news a lot. With, along with everything else and rates and that kind of thing. But uh, we were talking about this earlier. It it's definitely feels different in Philly. And I know Jersey's a whole nother beast. I just had another client put something under agreement there. And that's a whole nother thing. But I think it's definitely cooled off from that crazy seller market that we were seeing the last, what, year and a half, maybe two years, whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. There's still deals happening, of course, right? But I'm not seeing the multis that we used to see maybe even mm-hmm. two months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say especially in the city. Mm-hmm. In the in the burbs, I think it's still happening a bit. And maybe, you know, New Jersey is included in that. I think uh, in the city, it's cooled off a little. I think that, you know, you're, the last two offers I wrote, we got accepted under list, like considerably under list. Um, and they were accepted. With no, you know, no real problem. Um, Let me ask you a question about that, though. Because there's a difference between, like, getting a property under the list price at a bargain or getting the property under the list price at where it probably should have been listed in the first place. Right. So which one was that? You're right there. Because we we still, I think we're we're coming out of it. We're coming out of that crazy seller Mm -hmm. market where I think sellers still think it it is that crazy seller market. So they're pricing high. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So I would say the, the first one, there were comps to support their price actually, but they just and it was had only been on the market for like two weeks and i was like this really isn't a long time but i think the sellers were getting scared because all of the others this was like in a community and all of the others that did sell at their price went you know in the first day so i think it was for them more of a yes there were comps to support that but they could sense they could feel on the street as you would say bill they could (laughs) feel that things were like it's taking a little longer and they were starting to like get nervous like oh gosh did we what did we do here and so when we submitted an offer they didn't even counter they just accepted and i i even called the agent i'm like is it worth my time like this this was something in the burbs i'm like is it worth writing up we're coming in under you know and he's like just write it up and let's see and then they accepted um the one that the second one that went under contract today i i do think that the seller it was exactly what you were saying i think the seller was thinking he could get way, way more. And um, there were no comps to support that. He was just kind mm. of, you know, in the mindset of this is a big seller's market and I can get, I can ask whatever I want and I'll get it. And again, two weeks on the market and he didn't get what he wanted. So he came, he accepted something lower, which, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that that is starting to happen. And I, I do think it's now kind of training sellers and the mindset and, Look, this these are the real facts. This is the data. That's what we're here to do is provide the data. Mm-hmm. We can't control the interest rates. We can't control inflation. But here's what we can do. We can provide really good data and we can counsel you and work through it. And, you know, I just think making sure that everybody is kind of, you know, on the same page and realistic is is really important right now. 
How about you, Dean? What are you saying? Well, you know what's funny? Remember like last month, that listing that I was like distraught over not getting and then after like dealing with that for oh, months. Yes. Okay, yes. so. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever happened to that? That what is listing the, is the still on story? the market, yeah. motherfuckers. That makes me happy to hear. I have to say, I sorry, sorry. Yeah. But I was like, I to told hear. her, I told this person a number. Lo and behold, they were they were told another number and by the person who helped them buy it. And I was like, I, listen, I don't know where they're getting that. This is what I know. Whatever, whatever. They listed, you know, 35 grand over that number and it's been sitting for 30 days and they just did a 5K reduction and it's Mm. not enough. But that's the thing from what I know, we're almost like counsel as far as like selling real estate and buying real estate goes. If you're seeking counsel, you need to accept what we say at at some part, like point of that. It's like what we know is true and and sort of like the street facts and the street, like this is what the streets are saying. We're reporting this back to you. Do what you will with this information. If you want to, if you want to sell your house, you know, now versus like 30 days from now, that's up to you. But it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it was comforting for me to see that that shit is sitting there. I got to say, I'm happy too. (laughs) I never wish ill on anyone, but that was a bummer of a story so i am i'm such a bummer there's, of a story there is karma there is karma oh, out there karma is there's also the other thing yeah. you have to look at is supply and demand honestly supply you know and, and like right now we still have really low inventory so we do you know th- so there are still there is still demand there are still regardless of interest rates inflation you know supply chain issues all of that kind of stuff there are there is still demand because there's so little supply so yeah. Um, but I do think that I do think the feeling, as Bill always says, the kind of the feeling on the streets has has shifted a bit, at least in the city. Bill, how are you feeling about it? How I'm feeling is it's like the buyers are still out there, but they're being more selective right now. So yeah, the inventory is mm-hmm. low, but we do have some stuff sitting, and um, it's and that's basically because it's just price too high. I was looking at inventory in my neighborhood. And I was surprised to see the amount that I saw. But as I went through each one, I could pick out reasons why it wasn't selling. So it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, oh, well, yeah. I know why this isn't working. I know why this. So nothing was was shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think, first of all, rates are still historically low. And I think that's the thing that. A majority of buyers right now don't realize necessarily because this is still a new process and a new experience in their lifetime. Whereas like we, people tend to forget or tend to not reference history. And I think it's important for people to know historically what the truth is, you know, as far as real estate goes, um, that's good that you bring that up because it's almost refreshing. Yeah. I think the other thing is, <clears throat> I think we talked about this before too, is like if you're working with buyers who have been looking for a couple months, you know, and they haven't found the right thing or maybe they've lost out on a few properties, um, they're getting freaked out because their pre-approval, mm-hmm. you know, and the numbers that were run mm-hmm. for them a couple months ago are vastly different for what's happening right oh, yeah. now. However, people entering the market right now as buyers are kind of like, okay, 
you know, this is what, this is sort of what it is. I mean, this is what it, this is still lower than what it was when I was a first time home buyer, you know, Um, which wasn't that, that long ago, I would say. Sure. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I I think that's, it's also perception a little bit too. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dean, you made such a good point about the, you know, the history and kind of just the history of interest rates and they're still historically low. And then Bill, I remember the last episode we talked about, we talked about this a bit. It's, it's also, what are your needs as a buyer? Like, do, is this your forever home? Is this something that you're buying and you're going to be in for the next 30 years? Who cares? You know, at that point Mm -hmm. you can refinance when the rates go back down again, you could do whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Or is this a home that you know, in, you know, three years you're going to want to get out of that's a little different you know, then the rates might really come into play a little bit more. So I, I think that, that that plays into it as well. The fact that rates are near six right now, and I think they're under six right now, but I think they popped over six yesterday for, for a minute. That's not the problem. The problem is what Kristen was saying was yep. how fast it went up. That's the problem. Like once it's, if it, could, if it would just settle here for now, for a few months, six months, maybe, you know, everybody has a chance to absorb it and catch up with it. Mm-hmm. And then all the new buyers that are coming on and getting pre-approved, that's all they know. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's so funny too, Bill? What people don't realize in certain areas, and maybe this is a little off topic and you guys can correct me, but I was talking to somebody today and they have a property in Ocean City and it's a rental and they were talking about how it's that market in it's in Ocean City. They were talking about the Ocean City market is changing because, like, over the course of ten years, they were like, you know, tearing down properties and building duplexes. And now, over the past two years, they're not really building as many duplexes. They're building more single-family homes because more people are living there full time. Which I live there like full-time for a brief period of my life. This was over 10 years ago. I was there full-time with my parents post-college. And it's a it's was a ghost town in the winter. No one was really mm-hmm. there. Now people are there full-time. Yep. More yep. people are there. And it's good changing because the pandemic and people can work remotely now. And, you know, that narrative is shifting. Like a lot of people, a lot of companies want people to come back to work or whatever. That's a hot topic, but that's besides the point. But that market is shifting and now they're, this person I was speaking with was like, it's going to be harder for people to find rentals at the shore. It's going to be harder. It's going to be harder in the summer for people. And that's fascinating. And I'm like, we, we need to explore that because I never thought in my time, like I grew up in Ocean City and you know I have deep ties there, but I never thought that that would be an issue for renters. That's a huge part of that uh, city's identity is like the shore Mm -hmm. season the turnover market the turnover cleaning like my father does you know owns a business runs a business down there that is has to do with that it's like what's that gonna look like that's very interesting what's ocean city gonna look like if there's a more localized presence over time so those i feel like a lot of markets are changing given the fact yeah that like behavior and lifestyles have shifted in the past two years. So I, I know that that has a lot to do with why interest rates are going up too, right? Historically, mm-hmm. like they have to, right? So, but I think it's interesting to kind of explore what's historically happened 
in the past too. And like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Stranger times, you know what I mean? We're in some stranger times, no pun intended. Okay. (laughs) All right. So coming up next, we're going to do some stranger times, some comparisons of the 1980s to today's markets, how they're different and maybe how they're not so different. You never know. We're in some stranger times, you guys, and it got me thinking. I've been watching Stranger Things on Netflix. I think a lot of people have been. Season four. Or it's season five. I don't even know. It's five already? volume one and volume two, and I'm watching. It's been out since 2016, and I've lost track because I haven't really been keeping track as far as how many seasons. The show is so great, and what is so excellent about the show is that it continues to get better. Which I I think, not to continue to say this word, but historically, a lot of shows don't get better, especially yeah. after season two. There's always the like shark. a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show is done so well, it's written so well, and the current season that I'm watching, the cinematography and the edit for me and where I come from and my background, it's just so enjoyable to watch, and you know it's. That started in 2016, so let's just say it's been six years. These kids were young when the show began, and we're clearly watching them grow up. Like, you know, they've definitely hit that adolescent stage where they're, like, hit puberty, and now they're in high school. And it's so funny to watch that, like, springboard piece. Yeah, and, like, the the boys are, like, tall and – yeah, it's just – it's hilarious. (laughs) But it's based in Indiana in the middle of nowhere in a small town – in the 80s and i recently saw like uh, you know how on instagram people like will tweet something and then they like post the screenshot of the tweet in their stories and i saw this and it got me thinking and i want to know what you guys think but bill and this is also a shout out to you because i know you love tom cruise but someone said okay so let me get this straight the number one movie in the country is top gun oh yeah the number one song is Kate Bush running up the hill, which is a song that Stranger Things see this season has on their episodes, like this iconic song. Kate Bush running up the hill, and America is in a proxy war with Russia. So we're just like, fuck it. Let's just give 1986 another go then. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. And baby. it kind of goes full I circle. Go right or, back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that's my birth year. Shout out to uh, me, like 86, let's do this. But it's like uh, where everyone's like, Everything comes back around. Everything comes back around. And then in real time, you're watching this happen. And I'm like, okay, wait, there's something to that. Everything is coming back around. And then you're like, interest rates. Interest rates. Right? (laughs) Right? So you can tie that back. So it's like, what were the interest rates in the 80s? I'm curious to know because everyone, like my parents, when they, they bought their first house in 83 or 84, my father and my mother are like, Yo, you don't even know. Our interest rate was like 16 mm-hmm. when we bought our house. And I'm like, well, what did your house cost though? First of all, but <laughs> second of all, it's grand. like, that's crazy. No, that's like, yeah, that's I'm it. like, what was that piece? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, is that a student loan for wallet? me? Like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, here, here you go. You know, well, you guys, what do you think about that? Uh, no, I was just going to say with rates, my buddy's dad was a realtor in South Philly in the 80s. And I remember him telling me, he had this. He would have buyers like grabbing him 
and saying like, if I could just get 13% interest rate, I could buy that house. Can you get it for me? 13%. Like that was a bargain. Oh my God. 13. Wow. We're crying about (laughs) 5.7. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. if you guys do want to know the facts, here, here we go. Here we go. Here's with some of course, facts. you know I'm coming. I'm coming at you with the facts. We usually don't base our show on facts, but no, <laughs> no. We like we to stretch the facts on, facts on this I've show. Got some. <laughs> <laughs> and I happen to love the '80s. The '80s to me were my whole entire childhood yeah. up until high school, because I went into high school in ninth grade in 89 so like my whole the 80s Love were that. literally my with you, first grade through high school we know what's up yeah hell like yeah the same. and um and man i like the 80s yeah. i still i like the music i like yes. everything but anyway here's the facts i'm coming at you with here so interest rates reached their highest point in modern history in 1981 when the annual average was 16.63 and fixed rates declined from there, but they finished the, the decade, the 80s decade, at 10%. So the 80s were a really expensive time to borrow money, <laughs> essentially. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 10%. That said, okay. Okay. that said, the average price of a home in the U.S. in the 80s was 47200 Okay, this and by like 2000, a, that's like a Range Rover. Yeah. Right. And by 2000, it had risen to, you know, risen to 119 So... Yeah, I mean, big difference there, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the interest rates were at sixteen, but you're you're buying a house for forty seven. So, but still, it, it's all relative. It doesn't matter. Like it, the, it's the, all relative. You know, yeah, the rate's still yeah. crazy high if you're in that time because you're not looking at the money, you know, through lenses of uh, you know twenty twenty too. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So kind of pretty interesting. And then I was yeah. doing a little research on this, Dina, because you had mentioned it. And I was looking yeah. at rents. Um, like, okay, so in Philadelphia in 2022, in May 2022, Philadelphia home prices were up 5.8% compared to last year. Um, mm-hmm. And the sell- the median price was 285. That's in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is obviously a very big, big city with lots and lots of different neighborhoods. So you may feel like 285 feels low, but you know, we're talking about sure. this is a big city, citywide. Mm-hmm. On average, homes in Philadelphia sell after 29 days on the market compared to 31 last year. And there were um, 1,848 homes sold in May this year, up from 1,818 from last year. But I was thinking about the 80s again and, and about rents. And I was like, well, okay, so that's what, you know, sales are. But what about, what about rents? So in 1985... Yeah. For $210 a month, you could get a one-bedroom in Rittenhouse. How's that? Get out of here. That's how much the cable bill is now. In 1986, for $400 a month, you could get um, a two-bedroom in Garden Court at 49th and Pine. In 1987, for $350, you could get a one-bedroom in Fittler Square. It would be a fourth-floor walk-up at like 23rd and Spruce. And in 89, you could get... um, for 400 a month, a studio on the 2200 block of St. James, which is pretty crazy. Now, I remember, so I went to college. I came to Philadelphia in 95 um, for school, for college, and uh, at the University of the Arts on Broad and Pine. And I remember my first year there, I was in the dorms at that 
beautiful Furness building right on Broad and Pine. Lucky to live in a Furness. But um, then then I moved with a bunch of girlfriends to to a four bedroom house on at 510 South Juniper Street. So Juniper Street between between, you know, Broad and 13th and Lombard and South. And there were four of us. It was a four bedroom row home. And we were each paying like 200 $210 a month, I think, Jeez. for that. Yeah. And then the yeah. year after that, I moved into my own little place on 13th and Lombard, and I was paying 300 a month for my own little one bedroom on the first floor on 13th and Lombard. And the funny thing was, Billy was living uh, in, a, in his own place as well, only a half a block away on like 15th and Lombard, uh, right across Broad Street. We used to just cross Broad Street you know, back and forth. And his place actually had air conditioning, which mine did not. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh, was paying four hundred uh-huh. a month, so his his was four hundred. It was a little nicer. Mine was old school. Yeah, mine was old school for three hundred. Isn't that nuts? That wasn't that long. That was the mid nineties. That's crazy. No, I yeah. feel like that wasn't long ago. It was long ago. <laughs> no, though, I guess, the nineties do not feel long ago. They feel like five years ago for Lombard Street. You know, they do like three hundred a month. Yeah. Crazy man. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was Damn. This is why you buy real estate. And what's ladies. it now? It's like thirteen. Well, now they've made it into condos. Yeah, it was a four-story row home that they had made into apartments, and now they are condos. And I think they sold my unit, which of course they've rehabbed and made nice, um, for like four fifty the last time it sold. And I used to pay three three hundred a month. Can you believe that? <laughs> to that's there. the thing. That's Bill. You were saying that's why you buy. That's why you that's buy why real you buy. estate. Mm-hmm. That's why you buy. Look at these numbers. It's crazy. Maybe you can't keep a plant alive, but it's like a garden, my friends. Yeah. Plant that seed, (laughs) spend your money, put it away, put it in the dirt, and just let that shit grow. Okay? Yeah. Look at all sort of rent prices, right? They're just going to keep going up. It's bananas. I know. Oh, they are. They are, yep. What were the gas prices in the 80s? The gas prices in the 80s? So inflation was cooling off in 85 running at about 3.6%. A decade earlier, inflation burned at 9.1%. And that was fueled in part by soaring oil prices, obviously in the 70s. So a gallon of gas costs $1.12 in 1985, which would be like $2.73 today's prices. But today, as we know, gas is Mm. over $5. I would take the 270. Sign me up for the 270. Yeah, I would take that all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hasn't been like that since like 2006, I feel like. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're way so, wrong because whatever. that was like, it was like uh, okay. less than a year ago. Last year? Yeah, no, was, I felt yeah, like it. It was like- It was it like was in the maybe, two, maybe less 90 than a year. something, right? Last year. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, and then I was 270 a gallon was like Dina, last you, year. Guys, yeah. I don't know if you yeah, realize right. that. <laughs> yeah, Dean, you made me go 100%. down a rabbit hole with this <laughs> whole thing. So I found also- our tr- a trusty car, a Honda Accord. Let's take a Honda Accord for an example. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a Honda Accord in the eighties, they had a base price of eight thousand eight hundred and forty-five dollars in nineteen eighty-five. That was the base price, oh my God. which would be the equivalent of like twenty-one thousand five hundred forty-four today. And inflation has sped ahead of the consumer price index, so a new Accord would set you back about twenty-four thousand today. That's Right, <laughs> it is funny to see those I old think prices. Doesn't die though, you know. The mm-hmm. cords yeah. are good. It's wild, man. Yeah, like in 1985, yeah. you could you could send a stamp for 20 cents. A stamp was 20 cents, and um, 
a first class stamp today, of course, is 58 cents, unless you have a forever stamp. And I hear they're going up again. I just heard that today. They're going back up again. Um, oh Everything's so it's going just, up. It's funny. It's funny when you think about it. What's a Beanie Baby cost today? What are they, they worth? Were in the 80s, know, were they? Don't answer that question. Beanie <laughs> no, Baby? No, I'm kidding. I feel like they, they were, were in the 90s. 90s. <laughs> and I remember people were like, they're going to be so collectible someday. Yeah. <laughs> Every antique store and thrift store I go in, there's like thousands of them. They're mm. not collectible. Yeah. No. Ladies, what, what's your favorite 80s movie? <sighs> Easy. Breakfast Club. Goodbye. Ooh. Signing Ooh. off right now. John Hughes <laughs> piece. Whoa. I love all those John Hughes movies. John Hughes pieces. Oh my gosh. Mm. 16 Candles, yeah, Breakfast Club. Yeah. I love all those yeah. John Hughes movies. They're so good. Yeah. 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 He wrote Home Alone. No big deal. I'm just saying. <laughs> he literally wrote Home Alone, John Hughes. It's not. That's a oh, 90s piece. Oh, yeah. Home Alone. Piece, but, I love Home Alone. You know. Yeah, but that's a 90s piece. Yeah. That's a, a 90s a piece. Vibe. That's, a that's a whole different Kristen, what about you? What's your favorite mm-hmm. 80s movie? Yeah, I love, I mean, I love those John Hughes movies. I really do. I loved them. I remember having like sleepovers with my girlfriends and we would always watch them, like all of them, like truly, like some kind of wonderful, say anything, Mm. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. There are so many of them. There's so many of them. I love them all. They're all great. I did just go see last weekend with Billy, um, reluctantly, I went to go see the Top Gun movie. Bill, I know you're a big fan of Tom Cruise. Tommy I can't C. Stand Tom Cruise. Love Tom Cruise. Best Damn actor of Tom our generation. Cole leader, Tom Cruise. Cole leader. He's so creepy. Complete five foot five Cole leader. But I will say, he looked good in the movie. I mean, he really did not look like he aged much. Straight stuff. I don't know. He probably like sleeps inside some kind of weird. Oh, he's definitely doing weird shit in the chamber. That's why I love him. Yeah, he's definitely he's doing, the doing weird chamber. shit. He probably does, he, That's my whole he thing with Tom Cruise. He hasn't had a carb since probably like 82. Carb. He doesn't know what yeah. a carb is. Probably can't spell carb. Mm-mm. But that's why I love Tom Cruise because he's weird. And if I want to spend money to go watch a, a Hollywood actor, I want my Hollywood actors weird. I want to think that there's crazy shit going on in their house that I don't know anything about. That's why Tom Hanks, I can't get on board. Tom Hanks is like every other jabroni on my street. He's not doing it. If you could put hidden cameras in yeah. Tom Hanks' house versus Tom Cruise's house, what are you watching? Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks' house. They're going to bed at nine. What are you going to see? Are. Hanks in his robe, drinking a cup of coffee. What are you going to watch? He's re- reading yeah. the paper, old school newspaper. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Tom Cruise is trying, to, trying to reach the fan... Uh, what is it? The pull switch on the ceiling fan. He's got to stand on like a chair <laughs> to get it. And <laughs> that's what you're watching. You at Tom watch Cruise's Tom Cruise's house. hidden cameras in his house. There's weird shit happening. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's entertainment. If I'm going to spend money. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. Give me yeah. the entertainment. Yeah. So anyway, Tommy Cruise. I'll give you that. Going Tommy C. At least. Well, uh, you know. Not a fan. Anyway, not a fan of Tom Same. Cruise. Never Will was. a Scientologist let us have cameras in their house, Bill Ball? That's the question. Uh, listen, you would watch, wouldn't you? You would be there. Bill, what's your favorite? What's your favorite 80s movie? I don't know. 80, there's a lot of 80 movies, 80s movies. I would say I'd probably go with like the Back to the Future trilogy. That's my style. <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mikey J. Fox. My brother's my other favorite, favorite movie. Actor. That's Bill's yes. favorite yeah. Yeah. That Those Mad movies Max. are incredible. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, Doc Brown. Yeah. Biff. Give me a break. How you beating Ooh, that? Biff. That is good. Yeah. You ever watch Bill and Ted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's all oh the movie God. theater. Those yeah. are 80s movies, oh, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Keanu. Those that's probably his breakthrough. So I'm a big Keanu Reeves guy. Breakthrough. Yeah. Oh my God. Those movies are so good. Yeah. They're just the straight any movie where there's a man wearing a flannel wrapped around their waist that's where you know you're in the 80s something's going like, down man you know and it, yeah there's like a ripped jean it's like an acid wash jean and then there's a flannel tied around their waist you're like okay did those know dudes smoke weed or were they too 80s. young or did they imply that they smoked weed they had to smoke weed right those guys or were they too young i would well it was a pg movie i don't know that they, i think it was implied I right. think anybody it was implied. It got it. Right. It's funny that you mentioned that, Bill, because if you were watching Stranger the 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 current season of Stranger Things that's airing on Netflix right now, the there's a couple different like age groups where they're siblings, but the older brother is like in high school, like I think it's senior year, and him and his friend, there's like nods to them smoking weed right now. In the late, like the late eighties, mm. and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. they're definitely smoking weed, but it's like, <laughs> of course you are. Every everyone in high, there's someone smoking weed in high school. That's just a part of high school, right? Yeah. So, however you want to, you know, address it is what's entertaining, right? You know like, what other, you know so. what other ones I liked. Um, so I think I told you guys when the pandemic was first, when the pandemic first kind of hit, and we were stuck at home and we were quarantined. Billy and I went through this whole thing where we were like trying to find old 80s movies. So we were doing like a lot of Ronnie Dangerfield. Love <laughs> we Ronnie. Oh like my God. Back Brewster's to school. Millions. Yeah. Brewster's Millions. Back, Back to, to school. school. Come Brewster's on. Millions is so yeah. funny. Wait, did you ever see Easy Money? Oh, Easy Money. Easy for Money. Sure. Nobody seen. seen Dean, have you ever seen Easy Money? Are you She's kidding? No. We've seen it a million no. times. It's a great no movie. She has Easy to Money. See I'm that. writing this down. Please gonna, write down Easy Money. Easy Money and Brewster's Millions, you have to see. Easy money first. Well, I'm I know you, you were talking about Brewster's Millions. Oh my God. That's the baseball movie, right? Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Dean, please oh watch well, Easy Money. Please. Please. And Easy Money. Joe Pesci's in that, Dean. Oh yes. I love yes. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Joe Nikki. Pesci. We were watching love so him. many of those kind of movies. Oh, yeah. that's so good. I'll watch that. We'll watch so those. Good. And then I also, I have to say, as like a young, as a young girl, I liked those movies like, um, Oh my God! What was the vampire movie with um, the Corey? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's it out of my head? That's um, um, Feldman. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Eighty-seven. That was one of my favorite movies when I was younger. Lost Boys. Did we want to say anything about like music or no? Just movies. So I'll just run down the number one songs for the each year. Eighty. Nineteen eighty. Call Me by Blondie. Love that song. Eighty-one. Don't You Want Me, Human League. That's actually my karaoke song. Great song. Great. Uh, 82 is Physical, Olivia Newton-John. She's also, that is also the song of the decade. Um, 83, Every Breath You Take That's a good by one. the Police. That's a good one. Every 84, breath you take. Oh. <laughs> 84, When Doves Cry, Prince. Uh, 85, Careless Whisper by Wham. I like that one too. 86, That's What Friends Are For by Dionne Warwick and Friends. That was a whole like big group. Do you remember that yeah, when remember that, that one came out? I mm-hmm. um, that was mm-hmm. like around the same time as um, like Band Aid and what was the We Are the World and all those songs. Eighty uh, seven, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Of course, We're still here. Love that. it. Love um, it. Eighty eight, Faith by George Michael. That's a good song. 
and 89 this one surprised me miss you much by janice so no mike jackson I songs in the 80s? Here about michael jackson that's insane yeah i think this he's been canceled is, you guys this list is a fugazi mm. michael's been canceled also mike, i would right. think that the rick astley song would be rick astley just beat mike jackson a, for the first time ever in, in anything never gonna give <laughs> you up never gonna let you down yeah it's just like uh that's pretty good it was interesting yeah. Thank you. No Michael Jackson on this list. No, like, um, I was thinking like Whitney Houston. I'm just going back to like, you know. Whitney should make it. Yeah. Whitney should make but it. No. Although I Rick feel Elsley. like some of Whitney's bangers came out early 90s. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, you might be like, right about that. You might be right about that. Like her Dolly Parton 90s. cover, Dolly Parton? I think was like 92. You might be I right. That was for say. the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. 92. Mm. Best-selling single in the UK in 92. There's no way that Thriller can't be on this list in the 80s. It broke every damn record ever. He was canceled. Ever. He broke every record. I think you're right, Dean. I love, early, I love early 80s Michael Jackson. I, I did mm-hmm. not Same. like him in the 90s, but I did like him in the 80s. I mean, you guys, there's something on the internet that we found today where it was like, hers potato chips... Reveals three Philly flavored chips, what? and they want us to kind of pick our favorite. Mm. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So there's three new Philly flavored hers potato chips that you can get right now, I'm and they want to know. Hers wants chips. to know what is the favorite. Yeah, it's kind of like a pick your fave. Love chips. It's Bring like a little it. contest. So there's three finalist flavors. So I'm gonna I'm kind of I'm gonna list them, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what they're. They're called and then list the flavor profiles of each. So we have the 215 special sauce, and it's inspired by corner stores across the city. Um, it's a tangy mixture, mixture, tangy mixture of salt, pepper, ketchup, and hot sauce. Hmm. So that's okay. the 215 special hmm. sauce. All right. Okay. Like, like a sriracha sauce. kind of a hot Sounds sauce? Sounds like it. That's kind of what I'm getting. Yes. Like, but don't get me ketchup? started on sriracha because I there's know. been a. Mm-hmm. Pepper shortage. I heard. I didn't even hear about that, but please don't tell me. It sounds breaking very news. Don't don't tell me. I am I distraught. I am distraught. So second flavor is Long Hots and Sharp Provolone, which is very Whoa. very South Philly. I want to say. Whoa. I'm let just going to say. Let let me, South Philly. almost fell off his chair. Long, let me sit down. Hold Bill, on. Bill, are you there? Bill, are you there? Do we need to do? Holy moly! Long Hots and Sharp Provolone. Suddenly we're in South Philly. Holy moly! So it is inspired. It's inspired by hoagies, yeah. specifically a roast pork sandwich. Oh yeah, you have my and attention. It's a combination of savory roasted peppers with hints of provolone cheese. Obviously, I would say this, that's going to be the runaway favorite. I would say that's Bill's favorite. Holy moly! That's going to be the Bill Ball special. Mm-hmm. And then we have, last but not least, number three. We have the Wizwit. Inspired by cheesesteaks, obviously. I'm a Wizwick guy and the too. memories made around them. The flavor, you know, is a cheesy onion taste with a bit of meat to match. And these were narrowed down for more than 6,200 flavored I- flavor ideas. Um, and the judges included former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Mike Quick, which I'm sure Bill Ball, mm-hmm. you know. I've met him. Of. And um, then, yeah, well, there a you go. Me too, actually. I actually met him once too. Yeah. We have. <laughs> Obviously, hers CEO at her and a Star Fusions celebrity chef Darlene Jones. These were the three judges 
who narrowed That's down. That's pretty awesome. And hers is a local company too. Yeah. So what would your yeah so, they are so Bill which one are you choosing? Uh, dude, so wait, we we can't the sample one. these. We just have to go on paper and pick. But here's here's the cool thing. Oh, like so, it's painful. these are three flavors submitted by submitted by people, and basically whoever wins. That person who created this flavor profile, they win ten grand that and your supply awesome. of hers products. That is awesome. And a ten thousand dollar donation to a Philadelphia based nonprofit of their choice. So this is like, all right, you got a lot that's on the a, line. That's here. a big yeah. I would say if Long Hots and Sharp Provolone doesn't win. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm good for two or three. I like a whiz wit three. when I go to Pat's or Gino's or wherever. I like to get a whiz wit. That's me. I like the whiz. That's the old school way. I'm not trying to fancy it up. So I like that a lot yeah. too. Oh, I could deal with either one of those. No, I mean, hard. I like the sriracha All idea too, but I, I mm-hmm. guess the long hots mm-hmm. probably would have I to know. do it. I know. So damn good. How do you do that though? How I don't do you, know. like, I want to, that's the one I want to try. Yeah. So you could get them, they're going to be available on store shelves starting this week. Um, what stores? I don't know. Can I eat them have to on go to the Wawa, show? Probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, yes, you can. Right. Well, yes. did you do the old school move where you would go grocery shopping and then open the bag of chips in the store and leave no. them in your shopping cart? No, <laughs> it was just me as a child. My mom would do that to pacify me, where I would get a, you know, what I, mean? I would do that in uh, like Wawa when you're ordering a sandwich and I'm waiting for the sandwich after I ordered and paid and oh, I'm standing yeah. there. I'll open a bag of chips and like. <laughs> I didn't bring the bag yeah. up and pay for yeah. an empty bag, you know. <laughs> I've done that. Absolutely, you have. I'm not to. proud of it's it, like, but you know, it's like why? Why wait? Grab a Snickers. Yeah, like, <laughs> for you're paying for wait, it. Grab, yeah. I mean, it's probably Dina. Which grab one would you grab? Rude, chips. But what are you going to do, Dina? What about you? As far as the flavor profile, yeah. I would which one think. Would you choose? Oh man, I think I would choose the Long Hots Sharp Pro. It's although hard to I will say two on five. It's, I know. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards the two one five sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't too. know because here's the thing: I don't really eat meat. I like the idea of the cheese whiz and the onions. Mm-hmm. I love that flavor. I don't mm-hmm. know what meat flavored potato chips, as they describe it. Yeah, I don't want to know. Could be, know, and I that. don't know that that yeah. sounds appetizing to me. But I love the yeah. idea, but I don't know about meat flavored. Um, mm-hmm. The long hots mm-hmm. with the provolone could be, also be really awesome. But I think I'm going to go That's with the 215 sauce. I think, I think, I think they all sound good. They all do. I would be shocked if the Wizwit didn't win. Have you ever gone to Nick's Roast Beef and have gotten a uh, the gravy fries? I've never gotten them there. So fries are like chips, right? Like French mm-hmm. fries, and they take the meat, the meat, you know, and sauce, and they dump it on top of the fries. That's amazing. Yeah. Damn it. They're all yeah. hard. I, listen, I need I'm gonna, to go there. Wh- I, whoever wins, I'm going to go buy the chips. I will be eating yeah. them. Oh, yeah. We're going to get the chips. Yeah. I wish we could do a taste test, though. I know. Three. I would love to. I think we can. I think we could go get... I guarantee you they're in Wawa, you guys. I guarantee you they're going to be in Wawa. You know they're going to be in ShopRite. You know they're going to be <laughs> in Aramango Thrift I would go Way, there. Okay? They're going to go on the shelf in Port <laughs> Richmond Thriftway, and you know... I'm just gonna say I think I'm gonna go with the whiz. How much are they? Because it's classic. How much are they? Two ninety nine. Surely, two ninety nine for two two for five. Okay, go <laughs> aisle nine. Hers potato chips. 
two ninety nine a bag, but two for five. Okay, and no, if you want all three, it's gonna be it's gonna be five ninety nine. <laughs> and get oh yourself God. a pound cake. Go in the bakery. Get yourself an angel food cake this summer for Fourth of July. Put some put some Cool Whip and sh- fresh strawberries on your angel food cake. I know you know you know what I'm talking about, Bill Ball. I know you had that in South Philly. I How know. much is the sharp provolone? I know it. I want to get sharp provolone. How much is it? Sharp provolone, four ninety nine a pound. It's still expensive. <laughs> Inflations, okay. Gas is <laughs> gas is still more expensive. Your provolone's cheaper. Just don't just walk here <laughs> and get your provolone for four ninety nine. <laughs> don't drive. Walk. <laughs> Gatorade. Stay hydrated. Get your G two blueberry flavor or your frosted ice. Glacier cherry for t- for t- <laughs> get a case. <laughs> get your Tropicana orange juice. It's expensive. I don't even know the price. It changes every day. Kristen, maybe we can have Shirley just be to do the podcast with us one day. Honestly, she could call yeah. in. She could call and be like, "I'm gonna sell. I've owned <gasps> my should. house for 47 years. What's it worth?" When I ball? bought my house, the bathroom's pink, and so is the kitchen. 000. Yeah. <laughs> when I bought my house, it was 17 grand. Okay. My husband died 42 <laughs> years ago. I've only owned my house for 47 years. So really. No, I don't know. Chris. I don't know. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, we got to get out of here. Everybody should get their uh, Netflix on Stranger Things from our 80s theme. Shout Do out it. to the 80s. Anyway, ladies, let's get out of here. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye, guys. Yo, bye, guys. some work to do on that one (laughs) yeah you got a lot of editing on that (laughs) sorry bill (laughs) just as bill's like i don't have a lot of time this weekend i'm like well well here (laughs) it is work cut out for you here it is bill (laughs) we had to we had to log off three Uh times i got three files 57 57 minutes of of, i don't know why (laughs)